The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States. Any unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. Sorry I can't do the anger scrim laugh, but I digress. So this episode of 90 for Chill the Podcast was recorded completely on the Podbean app, so... I got some political issues with this company, but otherwise, it's got everything you need to make a fun podcast, and technically, I can't help but say it's a recommendation. So, sorry for Podbean if I don't sound too enthused, but hey, as I say, it's a solid product for what you need. And this is 90 for Chill, the podcast, so what I'm doing this week is just going to uh, talk about Clerks 3 on my own. I put feelers out there on Facebook and Twitter uh, saying that, you know, let's do the uh, Kevin Smith podcast finally. And you know what, it just comes down to I don't want to get in a position where this feature could be spoiled. So let me just... uh, otherwise clarify things this is 90 for jill the podcast this is your host cool movies darth you can follow me on letterbox the follow what i'm watching i should say my username is cm darth and if you want to make this easier on yourself at your home uh, with your echo devices or your uh, google nest just ask for play podcast by russ stevens and it should bring you here so Got the formalities out of the way, and uh, Clerks 3, you know, it is um, it is a closure to at least the Clerks element of the Viewisk universe, and, it, you know, it hits you in a lot of, hits me, I guess, in a lot of, uh, um, you know, pulls on my heartstrings, I suppose, is what I'm really trying to say. The... Film is about um, Randall and Dante, you know, 16 years later from where they were in Clerks 2. Dante is doing his best uh, to keep pushing on after his wife was killed in a drunk driving accident before or just right after they got married and, you know, also killed the kid. So it was a very... uh, that's you know there's a lot of heavy themes in this never mind the fact that you're dealing with a uh, Randall who after getting into an argument with Elias the portrayed by Trevor Foreman the Christian uh nut in this film he's a Christian crypto nut so he's trying to make money selling uh Jesus buddy christ kites as nfts so that's his side hustle he has his own uh silent bob as they like to say in this movie called uh, blockchain and he goes through he's got quite the loop could be let's just say he had enough of randall's blasphemy and actually prayed to jesus to smite him and that's where we are so 
Randall determines that after his heart attack, a Widowmaker, which, you know, I know it hit, um, as Kevin Smith said during the uh, recording of Jay and Silent Bob Get Old that I was at at C, uh, Fan Expo, that the first half hour really hit hard with um, his wife and kid because of the heart attack angle. So, and it's going to hit harder. So, I don't know if I'm up for that dark turn at the end, like... But uh, I'll, I'll say that it does take a pretty dark turn at the end, but everything goes and basically is status quo in a sense by the end of the feature. So if you thought Clerks the movie about nothing, eh, essentially this movie kind of is the same thing. And it's honestly feels a lot like watching a commentating track of the first movie. And it's funny because they talk about how they, at least on the... Uh, panel with um, Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, and Trevor Foreman, and then on the podcast with Jay and Silent Bob, and I shouldn't say Jay and Silent Bob, Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, um, about how they really did a lot to frame the film like the original movie. And if anything, I think they kind of push it a little too far they're referencing basically bringing all the original actors back that they could to fulfill the roles and be in the exact same shots again and it's just weird seeing like well you know so it kind of felt like a shortcut there just bringing back old uh, talent for the movie but i mean it's a celebration in new jersey in a sense so and I think it was uh, actually probably tax credits. Jersey wanted this movie, I can tell you that. So, Randall determines he's going to make a movie. He wants to make a movie about the only thing he knows, which is his experiences at the quick stop. And they do try to bring the donkey scene back that uh, ends up in a nice uh, little pot mon- dance montage uh, featuring the likes of Kate Micucci in the uh, movie mascot outfit. So it's, um, so yeah, as I say, and I guess Randall's element is just determined to make this movie determined to do the first thing he's ever really done with his life. When Dante on the other hand is just still stuck on, um, his dead wife. And, uh, and just trying to come up with a reason to keep pushing forward. And with how Randall can be, can he really just do it for his friend? And that's uh, that's his dynamic. Um, and if you go and watch the trailers, uh, guilty over... Well, not guilty... Oh, well, he's... Elias is guilt, feels guilty about smiting randall and because randall just doesn't walk back out after a prayer elias goes into satanism so it's um a fun little character arc for that so but as i say in the end everything kind of uh just is the status quo we're gonna keep moving on so i mean it's fun throughout uh as i said 
really wish we could have just tried actors. I mean, not tried actors. I shouldn't say that because that's insulting to the people back from 1994. Um, I think it's really more about... Well, I mean, they could have made this look better than Clerks. And I know that might not be the entire reason of this story. Um, of the production, I should say. And um, so you got to respect what Kevin Smith did, did with this feature. And the story, I mean, outside the element where I'm just going to recreate everything that we did 30 years ago with the same people... As I say, that that kind of just seems like, well, you know what? It's a 100-minute movie. So I can't really, you know, do I really want them to go through an entire angle of trying to uh, come up with people to cast as the actors? And I think they even played nod to that with um, how... They actually have an audition scene, and that's where all you get all your celebrity cameos in. Your Ben Affleck's, your Fred Armisen's, your Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. Anthony Michael Hall even goes and pulls some old uh, 16 candles. So, And there's a lot of uh, fun, you know, acknowledgments that, man, Clerks is like friends, very white. So... There's fun elements throughout it, and it's it's a joy. It's you're laughing all the time, uh, the, and they even make the tougher scenes stuff you can laugh at, and as I say, a lot of it is kind of tough for me because you know I'm a guy who wants to make a movie, main event of the dead, main event of the dead, a quick script, something that we could all do, and it hurts me because Kevin Smith had these people around him to make something great and you know i wrote my script um basically thinking well this is going to bring back everything together and yeah nope i'm not cool enough so yeah that kind of hurts and then the entire holding a candle for your uh, dead love um and trying to use them to push yourself forward um like my relationship with stacia Harden, who I dedicate every episode to, and it's, you know, I don't know, it just uh, left me feeling a little more, (laughs) leaving me a little feeling a little helpless, so I was tearing up a bunch during the movie, just because I can definitely feel it, and it's kind of like, I just want that outlet, so, um, so I guess it might be good not to, um, Gregory Carl, um, was the first one to jump at, oh, Kevin Smith podcast, when do you want to record? And it's like, oh, okay, well, we just had you on the last episode, so I do want to put a little more space into that, so. Um, yeah, thanks again for the observation. So, yeah, um, otherwise, so it's, I guess, I guess the thing is, I want to see Kevin Smith kind of a vault show that he can direct this is a commentary i guess going back to the uh, big trouble in little china uh episode of the podcast with uh jorge from not a strong start and andrew the couch man bakes and um you know how we basically say well yeah it wasn't really until say um 
Kill Bill? Did Kevin? Did Tarantino show that? Oh, I can do this. I'm not just a great great with the dialogue. So. Um. So it was a. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I went out and saw it. And if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you're going to want to see this. It's a definite recommendation. I'm trying to think where it sits in the rankings of Kevin Smith movies. Chasing Amy is probably still my favorite just because of all the crazy um, ness in my love life um, through my 20s. And Clerks is probably your number two. Dogma, number three. So maybe Clerks 3 is all the way up to number four. Um, or maybe I should just say Red State because that's actually where he does the most direction. So... Um, but you know what? I'm glad we're over Johnny Depp. I'm going to say that. So no cameo by him. It makes me kind of wonder now, did Kevin Smith trade Johnny Depp for Ben Affleck after there? Smith and him had a falling out. Smith and Affleck had a falling out. (laughs) Just a fun little thought. And I guess, you know, the entire idea of, uh, the Rebecca character, Rosaria Dawson from Clerks 2, um, you know, dying in a car accident with their uh, love child. Um, I don't know, kind of pulled, I guess, in a sense, this is trying to also tell the Jersey score, the Jersey Girl movie um, story, because I just got a feeling a lot of Kevin Smith fans probably never gave Jersey Girl a chance. You know, it wasn't until he went into the horror realm did people actually think, oh, this is something different. Kevin, you know, given the Jordan Peele feel, what's a funny guy doing with a horror movie? So, um, so, you know, I'd say Dogma's a four-star movie. I'd say Red State's four, four-and-a-half-star movie. Uh, Chasing Amy, I call it a fiver. You can, uh, argue again times of change it's not the only problem with chasing amy is that it's a straight guy trying to address um queer issues not the not the story itself i think the story is brilliant i think it actually plays towards i mean at least says that um hey look who really cares who you love I think that's an important message in Chasing Amy. It just kind of marginalizes it because it's like you're still going to have that um, male here. You know, Ben Affleck's going to save somebody's love, be the hero for somebody, which he doesn't in Chasing Amy, which is the beauty of it. So, yeah, screw anybody who says Chasing Amy doesn't hold up. <laughs> so, um, so I guess Clerks 3, I mean, if I'm saying it's possibly top five. Um, when it comes to Kevin Smith's filmography, I guess that, um, you know, definitely justifies Clerks 2, which was a, you know, Clerks 2 is just a lot of fun, more of just, it's basically that's what if Clerks was a real movie in a sense, I guess. And, um, definitely I think that hinders the Clerks 2 hinders hinder is hindered because it's a real movie instead of a movie made for 27500 so um 
so as I say, all the jokes hit. Uh, I do love Amy Sedaris. Uh, I don't really like to say that. I don't. I think. I mean, I I hated Stranger with Candy, but she's great as the uh, goofy heart surgeon in the uh, feature, um, especially when they're Dante's, you know, talking himself through a fentanyl high as he's uh, getting the splint put into his femoral artery. I don't know. I'd have to ask my dad about that kind of stuff exactly. But, you know, bringing up the Mandalorian all the way up to season two. And, of course, Amy Sedaris is a recurring character in the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. So, you know, that's fun little meta stuff. So a lot of great meta stuff. And um, it's... um. But, I mean, direction-wise, I mean, I think it's fun how they at least, as I say, I could have used something different than just trying to bring back the old cast. Um, but there's just fun stuff like uh, just them trying to set up the... as. I mean, I know they literally recreated shots from the first film, but I'm saying what I like was that they kind of the goofiness of the process of trying to actually shoot this stuff. And I mean, that, that just makes me want to make my movie even more people. So, you know, uh, I could work a little more on the script. I suppose I wrote it, proofread it, sent the draft out to get copyrighted by the uh, library of Congress. So that might make it untouchable, but yeah, there's some formalities I could do. I could have probably finished that screenwriting class, which I was getting an A in, and I just didn't like it. So I guess that speaks of me being an artist, I suppose. I already know this stuff. Let me do it, which is the entire motivation of Randall making a movie. So, so yeah, I mean, that's um, that, I think, is Clerks 3. It's a definite award... I mean, it's for any 90s independent film fan. And, you know, we haven't had that kind of creativity. Believe me, the poetic critic, the poetic critic on Letterboxd, the big sister, would say we haven't had that kind of independent vibe, or at least respected since the 90s. Since, you know, that is probably the worst thing about 9-11 was just that the terrorist neutered creativity. Like, we should have been making movies that further insult people, make people uncomfortable. We let the terrorist win. <laughs> Since we don't go and shock people or make push people's boundaries. Huh. <sighs> I mean, that's why it seems like all the best horror cinema is foreign, be it um, English language or otherwise. Just um, observations. Honestly, it's more of a rambling, but we're coming up on 20 minutes. So, hey, I think mission accomplished. Gosh, now I'm just coming up with more 9-11 reminders. Well, never forget. So, um, thanks for checking out this episode of 90 for Chill, the podcast. Um, it's kind of going to be awkward sitting on this since I'm recording it Tuesday night after the show, after the uh, premiere of Clerks 2, sorry, 3, and 
Uh, actually, so as I say, it's a 100-minute movie. You're going to be in the theater for closer to uh, hour 55, um, you know, yeah, hour 55, because uh, with the Fathom events, they do a basically the making of Clerks right after the movie, so... Um, which is definitely worthwhile. Again, it just get like, this is honestly, I think we should have more, more cinema experiences like this. And what I'm saying is 90 minute movies, of course, 90 for children podcast. And, but then give us 30 minutes of people. Like if you do a 90 minute movie, give us 30 minutes to, um, see what it was like, I suppose. Um, there's a lot of cool functions like that. Like there's a DVD that I decided, well, you know what? I want, I think I want this in HD. It was a movie called cashback from England. And like, well, I'm not going to get the special features if I buy it in HD and digital. So do I need, am I missing anything? And no, they had a lot of fun stuff on the uh, special features. It was a magnet release. No, sorry. I think Magnolia, uh, Mark Cuban stuff. But, um, yeah, maybe I got to go and reassess that one. So bring back cash back. Cause I think I really watched it maybe twice. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of Kevin Smithy, honestly, with the, oh, jeez, now I feel bad. Smithy, somebody posted a joke. Oh, my girlfriend's movie taste was so bad. Her favorite director was Alan Smithy. All right, now I'm rambling. So uh, next week, I think we are going to do the Kevin Smith uh, podcast. Um, so, well, so this is dropping the 20th. So the Kev- Kevin Smith podcast will be the 27th. Uh, and then it's October, folks. We need those horror movie podcasts. So as always, if you want to be on the show, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Offer me a film, a director, an actor, a theme. Preferably, let's focus on sub-100 minute movies, but I can make anything work. You know, the Ghostbusters podcast was allowed because we want we talked about Ivan Reitman's Meatballs and Caddyshack. So, and uh, Spaceballs is a way to talk to Jessica Quaz about Star Wars, in all honesty. She's an Empire fan, but who doesn't love Spaceballs? So, uh, yeah, so that's what I need. Uh, the email address again is russthagbus07 at gmail.com. If you would, uh, give me a follow on Twitter. That's where I prefer you talk trash about the podcast. My handle is at CatBusRuss. And, of course, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Five-star reviews, preferably. I do reciprocate. If you're on Apple Podcasts, the user, if you see the user Scoop Staley, that's me. Oh, again, make me think about wrestling and, like, my movie, Man of the Dead. It's a zombie wrestling comedy. Come on, man. We can do it for... I think we do it for 13.5. So, hey, any help would be appreciated. Which, gosh, now it makes me want to move to New Jersey because Kevin Smith got this kind of support from his peers. Me, screw Morton High School. That's what I'll tell you right there. 
I mean, if you weren't going to a Big Ten university and everyone I know went to a Big Ten university ended up getting the hell out of Morton. So that tells you about my hometown. So hopefully my uh, niece and nephew will be attending as Tom Cruise said in Risky Business, University of Illinois. So, uh, I could actually probably use them. If they do that, I could probably use them to, as roommates, pay for my rent. Uh, but thanks again for coming to the 90 for Children podcast. Thank you, Stacia Marie Harden, uh, for uh, being my inspiration. And honestly, after Clerks 3 make me feel like i'm not alone i mean i feel very alone um alienated by the people i grew up with and wrestled with but i know every a lot of people are going through this experience the experience um of not having the best thing in their life um with them all the time so thank you uh, for being that to me, uh, Stacia, and to everybody else you touched in your life. So, yeah, uh, this is a roller coaster for me. And whoever thought Kevin Smith could make a roller coaster? So, there you go. Clerks 3, highly recommend. And it'll be, I don't, you know, as I say, I didn't want to do any spoilers. That's why I'm doing it right now. And I'll get back to Gregory and. You know, if he's gotten around to seeing it, which I don't know, I don't see a movie theater in Lincoln, Illinois, actually going to uh, do a Fathom event. So maybe I don't have to worry about spoilers, but, you know, after the 27th of September, I have no more guarantees. So um, otherwise, you know what? Maybe I should look into seeing when it's playing the Music Box Theater and try getting on one of those shows, so... Thanks again uh, for coming to the 90 for Chill, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next week.